running into an Apex Legend Pro while buying shoes. I was buying new shoes, the shoes I showed you before, and there was a dude explaining to a receptionist that he's an Apex Pro, so Apex Legends, and he'd recently come back from America, and apparently he had won the tournament. And I, like offhand, went, oh, it's Small World, I'm a streamer as well. That guy could not be less interested, because he's probably, he probably thinks I'm like a dude with like two viewers or something, right? He's like, oh yeah, whatever. And then, then he um, he tells his dad to show me some pictures of him winning. And yeah, he was sitting there like holding the trophy and stuff. But it was super wholesome because he was so happy. I'm not sure how, because I think he said that he'd been playing Apex like forever kind of thing, right? And it, it, it just was so wholesome, him just smiling ear to ear, explaining how cool it was that he won this amazing tournament in America. And his dad was there, super proud of him as well. But yeah, it was just, I, it was just a small world, right? I don't need to travel to other areas to see new things. See, it's funny. I didn't need to go to Melbourne to see stuff that I haven't seen before because I haven't seen anything in Sydney either. I kid you not, my idea for a video series was uh, Dark Viper EU goes to Australia and I just see things in Australia. <laughs> the joke being that other creators have like travel vlogs where they go to Australia for the first time and see stuff and I'd be basically having the same experience because I haven't really experienced Australia either despite living here for 31 years. Battery packs for your phone are good. You have no idea how refreshing it is to look at your phone and be like, I've already lost 12% of my battery? That's insane. And then you just like take out your battery pack and you just plug that shit in and then just fully charge. It's like, well, that's great. Like, I, might, I might permanently carry around a battery pack. Nah, I don't go anywhere, so probably the point. You know. My Uber driver was very enthusiastic about my job. The Uber I took here very nice dude. He was really, really impressed by what I did for a living. His face, I shit you not, looked like PogChamp. He was just like, like half the time as I'm explaining what I'm doing. So we spoke, no joke, for an hour for the entire ride, talking about what I do, that his son loves YouTubers and Twitch streamers and stuff. And uh, when we got out of the car, he's like, I got to take a picture with you, man. And he takes a picture of me because he's going to show his son. But imagine he shows his son a picture of me. He's like, oh, that's Dark Viper AU. Fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, I thought you were with someone cool in your car, Dad. This is Dark Viper AU. <laughs> or his son's like, who, Omega Law? <laughs> it's, just so, it's just so many consequences. The odds of his son happening to know me is not high. I'm using Twitch terminology. You guys on YouTube won't even know who Omega Law, right? Getting recognition from large Twitch streamers. Mostly after the React drama, how does it feel to get recognition by large creators? What you gotta understand is, Twitch streamers are not really that large or respected, I, I guess. I already had recognition from large content creators that I actually like and respect. Recognition from people that you don't respect or even like is not particularly interesting, especially in, in that context. The fresh meat cutscene in GTA 5 was not improvised. Oh, my N-word, huh? What What's up, homie, huh? Oh. <laughs> oh. So this dude uploaded this video of, is it Steven Ogg? Whatever, the guy who voiced Trevor in GTA 5, he was with Ned Luke and uh, the voice actor for Franklin, I always forget his name. They were at some Comic-Con interview kind of thing. They were explaining that the getup that they had on kind of prevented them from having any ability to do improv really because they've got like huge belts with all this stuff on them and all these like hard dots 
so that they're being motion captured and whatnot. Like, if you do a wrong move, you can break this very sensitive uh, hardware. And so that scene in Fresh Meat where Trevor trips over and uh, everyone believed, like I did, that the interaction between Franklin and Trevor was largely improvised, they're saying, nah, that's not real. He's like, maybe a line or two or something, but you know, you shouldn't have that kind of freedom in that kind of get up to just trip over randomly on, on, on something. That's just not what happened. And I was like, oh, well, that's kind of disappointing. It was like, it was like a, an urban myth that had built up out of uh, the interaction seeming kind of odd, I suppose. Like, if you watch the fresh meat scene, it kind of drags on a bit in this and weird, awkward pauses and stuff. And that's what made it believable that it was improvised, but apparently not. The insanity of Dream's face reveal. Did I see the Dream face reveal? Of course. How many views does the video have? 31 million? That's crazy. Oh, the video is like number one trending and stuff and Twitter was roasting him? Yeah, I don't know why. He looks like a very normal dude. Boyish in his looks. I wouldn't call him handsome, but I wouldn't. He's a decent looking dude. You know, what wouldn't surprise me is if Dream initially didn't look all that good. And then like, as he became successful, got a bunch of money, he like hired a personal trainer, maybe got his teeth fixed or something, and that gave him the confidence to reveal his face. I am more handsome? No, I, I think Dream is a better looking guy. What I think of the Dream face reveal? I've never seen a person so ugly in all my fucking life, man. Should've kept the mask on. No, I kid. I talked about it before, he's just an average looking dude. I mean, no, he's definitely, he definitely looks better than average. Trust. I think he looks better than me. Like I'm saying, he's an easy seven, and I'm like a five. Maybe a six on a good day. It's weird to think like, yeah, a person's face can be that important to people. I'm sure Jesus is sitting there like, damn it, man. If only I'd revealed my face, you know, in the same way that Dream did. Could have got myself 1.5 million viewers or whatever. You see, guys, I gave you my face from the get-go free. That's how much I love you guys. Did I see Dream's face reveal? Yeah, I can't believe he's a reptilian, dude. They're among us. Bum, 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 Sus. Locking 4K resolution behind YouTube Premium. So there's a rumor that you may need to have YouTube Premium to watch videos in 4K. We did a poll once before, and it was something like 90% of people watch videos in 1080p on my channel. Like, even though I upload in 1440p, most people watch in 1080p. From what I understand though, the higher the resolution you go to and the more bitrate you give, the better quality that the lower resolutions look like. So if I uploaded 20K bitrate, 1080p, it wouldn't, that 1080p won't look as good as me uploading 1440p at 40K bitrate, which is what I normally do. So what I'm saying is there's probably not a lot of people who upload in 4K. Like I think I know Linus Tech Tips does, and that's maybe about it. I think if they made it so you need YouTube Premium to watch 4K, then people will, will just not upload videos in 4K. This isn't to say no one would, merely it would be a reason for people not to do it at all. Like you wouldn't even see the immediate conversions of people joining YouTube Premium to watch in 4K. I mean, how many people would really join YouTube Premium to watch in 4K? It sucks that a lot of what has driven people to get YouTube Premium is features that used to exist, that were available to everyone, like the ability to listen just in audio on your phone, for example. Yeah, I think 1440p is the sweet spot in terms of quality. No, actually, honestly, Obviously the jump from 720p to 1080p is ridiculous. Like 1080p is probably still like the minimum of acceptable these days, but 1440p is really good. YouTube premium is a scam. It's just easier to have it than an ad blocker, honestly. I mean, if you can afford it, you know. 
and it does support creators. A YouTube premium viewer is worth astronomically more than a normal viewer just watching ads. But I mean, with live streaming though, if you want to support a creator, you just give them a dollar and you'll be worth astronomically more than a normal viewer anyway. But, but even why, why stress with that stuff anyway? Like, don't try to be valuable to content creators and stuff. Just watch the stuff you want to watch and don't watch the stuff you don't want to watch, you know? Don't stress it. How do I come up with video ideas? As with most things, you take something and you combine it with something else. So for example, I saw Anomaly do a thing where he was like, Hey guys, I'm gonna ask my dad what's worth more, this CSGO item or this thing in real life or whatever. So he'd be like, this gun or this car. And he's there be like, oh yeah, well that gun's probably worth, you know, 10 bucks and that car's probably worth like 10 grand. So the car is like, ah, but dad, that gun is actually worth $20,000. And he's like, what? That kind of stuff. And so I'm like, you know what? I can do that with GT Online. Easy. I know nothing about the price of stuff in GT Online other than that they don't make any fucking sense. So it'd be funny just to have a video where I compare two different things from GT Online. Yes, I've had well and I think Avengers helping make me a bunch of compare A or B things and I will go through them and see how well I do. Like that. So I know GTA, GT Online. Here was a video idea that someone else did with something else. And I, so I'm taking that person's video idea, putting a twist on it, applying it to something else different. You take things and you twist them. The, the yoink and twist, you know. Google Stadia shutting down. Google Stadia is shutting down, and for those who don't know what that was, it was like a cloud streaming service for games, meant to revolutionize everything, but people made fun of it from the get-go for endless different mistakes and how they marketed it, and what they were offering, and for what price, and da-da-da. Eventually, it became like a serviceable product, but at that point, it was too late, and now Google is kicking it to the curb like they have with endless different projects. But what's surprising to most people is that they were funding, like, every single purchase all the games, all the hardware, all that jazz. That's nuts. Like, this must have cost like a staggering amount of money to get completely nowhere. I'm surprised they stuck with it for so long though. But of course, what they can't refund is people's time spent in games. There wasn't a huge amount of people who played a, a bunch of Google Stadia, but look at this person spending 6,000 hours in Medieval Redemption 2. Now, I'm not gonna kick a person while they're down because 6,000 hours in Red Dead Redemption 2, kinda crazy. Hasn't even got all the achievements. I can't relate to that. I hope for this guy's sake that they allow, like Rockstar allows people to like move their progress to another platform or something, but it seems unlikely. Dali 2, the AI image generator now available to everyone. Good news everyone, Dali 2 is now available to literally everyone. Uh, let's see if they finally know who the hell I am. Dark Viper EU, YouTuber. I mean, it's pretty good. That looks like me. And I got a little, what's that, a viper dragon thing. And it's, it's actually fine because the tail goes there. On, on, on my shoulder, that's great. I actually really like this. This is very good. I don't look this buff, of course, but okay. Dark Viper AU, Matthew Judge. That's my real name, chat. Wow. Pax Ass. Here's some weird shit. Regardless, feel free to tink around with the chat because Dali 2 is now available to everyone. Make some weird art with some different prompts. It is hard to stop caring about stuff you can't impact. The more I reflect on life chat, the more I just need to stop caring about or even acknowledging shit done by randoms that I can't impact, especially from people that I don't know anything about. Every single goddamn day, endless different injustices occur. Stupid things happen, and there's nothing I can do about it, so I gotta stop worrying about it. It's driving me crazy. I got a new chunk of cash from doing shorts. I got an email telling me how much money I made from shorts. I don't know what this is based on, but it's $3,000.
I don't think that's the improvement based on the purported increase that is coming in 2023. There's not no money. That's pretty good. So yeah, as we've talked about before, I will be releasing one short a day. As a matter of fact, when I get back, the first thing I'm going to be trying to do is making 30 shorts and just then queuing them for one a day. I think the time investment will be low enough that the reward will be worth it. As I just mentioned before, like I got $3,000 for my shorts views and uh, some people have said they found me through shorts. Can't be that many people, but and YouTube, of course, says they're going to be continuing to, continuing to tinker with the algorithms to make shorts uh, a more viable advertisement for your long form content. And they're going to be increasing the money from shorts. I, I think it's just something that I should keep doing, but not overwhelm myself with it like I did when I was doing two a day. And even if one short doesn't do particularly well, I'll just leave it up there and be like, that's fine, you know. Twitch continuing to take L after L. Twitch is doing a lot of weird stuff lately. Twitch has dropped support for several very common browsers. They only support Chrome, Firefox, and Edge now. What about Safari? Like, I know Safari is mainly on mobile and you've got the app and stuff, but like, it just seems weird. Maybe the other browsers have some better way to get around ads. Yeah, I don't know. Like this guy ends up being kind of pissed because he used Brave or something. Everyone was also pissed at Twitch because after saying, hey, yo, we can't afford to pay you guys a lot of money. They were like, by the way, we're paying millions of dollars to have these high class musicians come to the TwitchCon party. Kind of a sus thing to announce moments after saying we have to cut your pay, we're tight in our belts, man. We need to make money here. Like, I know it's not the same thing. Maybe they believe spending this money is advertisement for Twitch. I'm not sure, but it just doesn't look very good. Twitch, another L. They're doing this thing called Elevated Chat, which is just the super chats of YouTube. For a limited time in a limited number of channels, we're testing new ways to support creators and take your messages to the next level. Viewers in participating channels may make a one-time payment to elevate their message in chat. Viewers can choose from five tiers of monetary support. The elevation duration of a viewer's chat message scales with the amount contributed. For a hundred USD chat on Twitch, you can have your message shown in chat for two and a half minutes. And at any time, the owner of the channel can delete it because they don't like it. It's funny because, like, you've got that, like, th these just sit here. This is just super chats. But they also want to keep cheering as well. So you've got two separate systems to donate. It's, it's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. Since Twitch is removing the host feature, do you think that'll hurt other streamers aiming to help other streamers? Or is the feature useless since people can raid? I don't think it's going to have that big of an impact. I don't think raiding or hosting has done all that much as a percentage of the entire platform, but raiding was more impactful anyway. If it was doing a lot, they wouldn't have removed it. It's just, it still sucks for those who did like it, you know? I'm sure by now all of you have heard the news that at TwitchCon there was a foam pit that had just like chunks of foam in it, but it was just on concrete. There was no like padding around it. It wasn't like, like many meters deep or something like it was just like a this deep of foam a creator at twitchcon like broke their back like in two places or something and needed to go into surgery and get like a metal rod put in there this wasn't a small creator either i don't think i think she may have had an only fans or something i just see this stuff in passing um like it didn't matter who it was right you wouldn't wish that on your worst enemy and from what i heard twitch wasn't the ones who set up this pit it was like Lenovo and Intel or something. Like, how does that happen though? Who puts chunks of foam on concrete? Are you going to quit Twitch because of what happened to Twitch? No, that's completely unrelated. 
go back in Twitch's history, they've always done stupid things and uh, they've had various controversies and stuff. At the end of the day, chat, the money talks. People will do what is best for them. Obviously, there are limits for everyone. Some people, you know, it, it doesn't matter the implications on others. For others, it does matter. Like, it matters to me. But, um, like, obviously, if I streamed on Twitch, none of you would be harmed by that. If I didn't stream on Twitch, none of you would be harmed by that. It's just a... So then it just becomes a question of what's best for me. Yeah, I, I saw another person, what, sprained something in their leg or something. Uh, yeah, so, I'm surely she's going to sue, right? I saw someone saying that, oh, they probably had to sign a waiver and stuff. But, like... Waivers are more like scare tactics, right? They're, they're not entirely legally binding or whatever. You just go, oh yeah, I'll sign this, whatever. And it's just like what they can throw you into a meat grinder. It, it doesn't work that way. I guess it probably depends on what's on the waiver, how cognizant you were of what was on it, where it was held and stuff. Like, surely it can't be all encompassing that waivers are just scare tactics, but this is what I hear frequently. Twitch did not need this sort of negative PR considering all that uh, has happened with them recently. I'm sure Twitch was looking for a W and they just didn't get it. I heard some other negative things about TwitchCon related to like not requiring masks or vaccine certificates and all that jazz. But uh, my experience with PAX, same thing. There was no requirements for masks. There was still hand sanitizer everywhere. There was masks available if you wanted to use them. But uh, there were no such requirements. I mean, maybe like, you know, one-tenth of the people may have worn them. I was not going to wear one. I, I I got all my vaccines or whatever. We've got another one leading up to the event, giving it some time to kick in or whatever the couple of weeks it needs. And like, I knew obviously people wanted to see my face or whatever. I wanted to be recognized to make people's days and stuff. So it just seemed better not to wear one, you know. I'm sorry, but there shouldn't be requirement for masks. At this point, yeah, I agree. There was a point where there was the possibility that if everyone got their act together, social distance, wore, wore masks um, and all that jazz, that uh, this could be beaten to a degree and not become where it's just now a part. It's like the flu. It's just going to be a, a thing that's all around for pretty much forever now. We can never get rid of it. But that's the time has clearly passed. The measures put in place to uh, limit exposure so that you know, we could get our act together in terms of making treatments and vaccines and stuff. That time has passed. We've done it now and it's just going to be a part of life forever, really. COVID is over, isn't it? No, no, it's still here. It's just, uh, there's more treatments now, vaccines and all that jazz, um, blunts its impacts. And there's just so many variants of it now that we just have the hope that, um, one doesn't go out of control. It's overhyped. It's always funny when, like, the entire world mobilizes to throw, effectively, trillions of dollars at a problem. And then it doesn't destroy the world. And people are like, huh, you guys said it would destroy the world. And after, you know, dedicating the entire world to preventing that from happening, it, it didn't happen, so clearly it was overhyped. It's like, morons. Dumbest fucking people alive. These are the same people who never took it seriously from day one and are the reason why it's now a part of society and will be forever. And they're like, man, see, I was right just to make things worse for everyone the entire time. Ha 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 So Twitch has continued to become more and more desperate to get people to run ads. Baru tweeted this out. I can't imagine running this many unskippable ads on Twitch, Bag is big, but what about the viewer experience? This is $44,000 a month for running six minutes of ads per hour and streaming 155 hours. That's a lot of ads, a lot of money. Yeah, he's averaging seven, nine K viewers, whatever. He's, he's ranked 219th or whatever. Huge streamer. But uh, this compares to like Sweet Anita here. Uh, run four minutes of ads for 69 hours and you get $1,000. Like, these things are calculated using, like, algorithms and stuff. So, like, what you got one-third the uh, audience 
streaming for one third the time with a little bit of ads less. But uh, yeah, it's a huge difference, right? And what about me? One minute of ads per hour is $1,200. Three minutes of ads per hour is $1,300. And four minutes of ads per hour is $1,400. Now, so this is a difference. Uh, so this is 60 minutes of ads. This is 180 minutes of ads. This is 240 minutes of ads. And th so the difference between 60 and 240 is like 250 bucks. Now see, the math there doesn't make sense. It's not, it, it clearly isn't worth it. It's definitely not worth it. Whatever the algorithm is doing here doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't run any ads every hour. I, like I don't stream enough on Twitch now for them to give me good ad incentives. But I mean, you'd think that they'd try to incentivize me to stream more on Twitch. This is just weirdly insulting. You know, the first streamer I've seen be annoyed at this, Twitch is crazy. It's just a weird system. I just like looking at it sometimes because just weird. Be sure to like and subscribe. Also leave a comment if you have something on your mind. My feed gives them to me from all over my channel. It doesn't matter how old the video is. I wish you all the best.